Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the full-time show. I hope everyone is having a great day today. Now, there's so much news to talk about. It's one of my favorite times of the year because it's the final week of the transfer window. So there's so many unexpected things that happen and so many transfers. So we're going to dive deep into all of it. And speaking of unexpected transfers, Ronaldo to Man United. What a saga. Um I can't even believe it. Like, when I saw it, like, I couldn't believe my eyes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, what do you think of the, the transfer? Oh, man. First of all, hello, guys. Um, honestly, when I, when, I, when I woke up and saw the Ronaldo news, I was just – I wasn't – I was shocked. But then at the same time, I was like, yeah – yeah, I'm glad he went to United instead of City, just mm-hmm. because of the loyal, just because of the loyalty thing. Yeah, and I just saw like, um, Oli Sokjaier, uh, Man United's manager, saying like, "Oh, we would happy to have Ronaldo here because he's a legend and stuff like that." Mm-hmm. And I and I was like, "There, surely there's, it's only like Ronaldo's choice now to join Manchester United, you know?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Th- factors of him like being convinced to join them is like I heard he talked to like Sir Alex Ferguson like Bruno Fernandes Rio Ferdinand like Patrice mm-hmm. Evero I think they, they were like one of the main factors to convince him to join so that was class but yeah. I'm, I'm actually really excited to see him like I'm a for the Premier League I didn't really have a team I, I supported Man United a little bit but not too much but I still love, like, watching the Premier League. But now, like, I'm definitely going to watch so many more Man United games just because of Ronaldo. And that Ronaldo and Varane partnership. Yeah. Reunited. Just how it should be. Yeah, man. Um, like, I-, I couldn't believe it. So I remember when I went to, to sleep the other night, um, you know, the rumors were that you know, uh, he's most likely joining City. It's a done deal. There's an agreement in place and all this. You know, City are going to launch a bid and Juventus will accept it. So I'm like, you know, it, it looks like he'll join City. Now, I'll be the first to say, even with all these rumors, even with all these really highly reliable journalists saying that it's a done deal and stuff, there was something in me that believed that it wasn't going to happen. I don't know why, but I just, I never... I never thought that it would happen, and yeah. it didn't happen. Um, so, you know, Anthony, the journalist, there you go. Um, I don't know. I just – I never had a feeling that he would go. Like, I, it's just – like, even – like, I wouldn't even think it's for money or anything like that just because he doesn't need any more money, let's be honest. I think he knows that. Um, so, yeah, I never I really expected like, it to happen. Yeah, there I heard on. them – I heard, like – Remember those Man City rumors? I heard that like uh he was gonna get like a fifty percent wage cut or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, and uh, I wake up this morning. You know, I check Twitter, and all of a sudden, I see the timeline blowing up with uh you know Fabrizio Romano and all these bombshells of United and Ronaldo, and I'm like, oh my goodness, and and then you know a few hours later, there's the official announcement. You know, I'm about to go to training just as I leave the house. I see the announcement and uh, crazy, 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 crazy stuff. Seriously, like crazy. 
That's all I can say. Yeah, bro. Yeah. When I first saw the news, it was like, it was on Instagram. And then I just had to right away just go to Fabrizio Romano's page just to mm-hmm. make sure, like, it's going to yeah. Because yeah, these yeah. are, we trust them more than our wives. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't believe it. Like, honestly, it's, uh, it's crazy. Like, uh, I'm look, I'm happy. I agree with you. I'm very happy um, that. Uh, sorry that uh, I'm very happy that he joined United instead of City. You know, I'm not a big fan of City um, or anything like that. Um, but yeah, I'm happy he joined United. One thing that I'm a little upset with, though, like I don't know if you were on Twitter yesterday, but like the things people were saying about like Ronaldo, like. So many United fans switched up on him. And look, I understand. Don't get me wrong. Like, I completely understand that United fans are stressed out. And, you know, they're a little worried that um, they can join. Like, I would be the same way if he's joining City. But at the same time, like, there has to be a bit of a line. You know what I mean? Like, come on, you know, like... Let's be honest. The dude is 36. He's almost 37. And in, like, six months, he'll be 37. And, it, like, I don't know. I, yeah. Um, speaking of clubs, Juventus. Uh, you know, now they're left in a bit of a awkward situation. You uh, let go of Ronaldo four days before the transfer window. So, you know, how, how do you think Ronaldo, like, Juventus will cope without Ronaldo? For this uh, season, to be honest, like I think I heard rumors that like ever since Allegri joined, like the center of his project was Diabella, and then he just told Ronaldo to like piss off basically, just because Ronaldo needs a team that's like built around him, but they want to build a team that's around like Diabella. So like mm-hmm. I think that's one of the main reasons Ronaldo wanted to leave. So I think like Juve will be fine, but. They'll they'll miss obviously Dybala is like one of the best players at Juve, if not like the best talented wise as well. But like they're gonna miss like that spark that they have to rely on, like Ronaldo, you know, like that Atletico game in the Champions League where he literally scored the hat trick and carried the team with him. So I think they're gonna miss that, and uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see them how they do in the Syria this season. But I heard um his Ronaldo's replacement is gonna be like hazard on loan or something like that. But those are yeah. just rumors. Yeah, yeah. Those are I think I think Juventus want him, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Like I think it's very unlikely that it's gonna happen. I think the chances of it happening are like one percent to be honest. Maybe two. I, I don't yeah. see it happening. I don't think Hazard would want to move either. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see, like, honestly, the way you covered it, I, I pretty much agree. Like it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how they, uh, they cope without him. Um, you know, I think I, I disagree with the, like why you think he left. I think he simply left simply because I think he just wants to win. You know, he wants to try winning a Ballon d'Or. He wants to try winning, you know, the UCL. He wants to do big things, you know. Um, and at yeah. Juve, he wasn't really doing that. I feel like um, 
how do I explain this? The signing of Ronaldo itself, like when you look at Ronaldo's stats itself, they're actually quite good. But I feel like Juventus did a poor job of complimenting him, you know, with players that can help him. Because we all know that one man can never win a Champions League, right? Never, never. Um, yeah, that's true. If, if that's true, then, I mean, Juventus, Ronaldo would have won the UCL with Juve, right? But it didn't happen. They didn't even get close. So I think, I feel like Juventus kind of had this vision that we'll get Ronaldo and then boom, we win the UCL. Obviously, that's not the case. You need to build um, players around him that can help. Yes, Ronaldo can be the main man for sure. But again, it's it's like with any sport, you know, Jordan couldn't win those rings by himself, right? Um, Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's simply what I think. Um, I think I overall, I think overall the whole project, the whole Ronaldo project, was a bit of a failure by Juventus, and this is not Ronaldo's fault. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really interested to see what they do, how they do as well. Um, like, PSG, I mean, Juventus didn't do a good job of. Uh... Like supporting or like complimenting Ronaldo with his teammates, it didn't build like mm-hmm. a good, good around team around him, and it was just like Ronaldo carrying most of the time. So yeah, yeah. Um, I have a question for you. Do you think that like who do you think are the favorites to win Serie A right now? Because it's really interesting. I mean, Inter lost Lukaku, Hakimi, um, and Conte as well. And now Juventus just lost their best player in Ronaldo. So, you know, who do you think is, is the favorites for Serie A right now? Curious. Oh, yeah. That's tough, bro. It's um, a tough question. To be honest, like, Inter have started off really well. So I Yeah, think, they did. They did. I think they'll, they'll, like, continue to be first. But I think mid-season, they'll, they'll definitely slip up, I feel like. I feel like one underdog... That's like obviously underperformed throughout the years is like Roma with a new coach that they have, like Mourinho. They've been they've been really like promising. So I feel like they'll be the surprise of the season. Maybe they'll even maybe they'll even get in the top four. So I feel like Roma might have a chance, but I don't think for the title, for the title I think it'll still be Juve, but I'm actually not sure. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, uh, I don't want to go too off course, but speaking of Roma, I feel like uh, Roma has done some great business over the over the last few months. You know, I think bringing Mourinho was an excellent choice. Mourinho is one of the best, arguably the best coach of all time. I personally think tactically he's the greatest coach of all time, um, but that's another argument. Um, they've made some great signings, uh, like Tammy Abraham. I think that's a great signing. Uh, they also signed, uh, who's that guy that they signed from, uh, from the country you're from? What's his name? Yeah. So, he's actually been really good. Yeah. He looks like a, a decent, I've, I've heard some things about him. I'm not going to lie. I haven't watched him, but I've heard some decent things about him. He, from what? People have said he seems like a young, pretty decent project. So, you know, that could maybe be a good uh, signing in the long run. Um, but, yeah, I don't think they're favorites. I don't know. It's going to be a really even battle, I think. I think it's going to be, like, 
really even. I don't know. I don't think anyone can predict the winners. Like going into this 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 season, I was like, you know what, Juve are obviously clear favorites now that Inter have lost their two best players. But now I don't know anymore. I really don't know. So yeah, yeah maybe true. AC Milan. Maybe AC Milan. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Milan's Milan's been promising as well. So. They have been. They have yeah, been for I, sure. I want Milan to win it. Same, same. One of the Milans. I'm tired of Juventus winning. Please. <laughs> All right. Speaking of City, they've had a really tough week. Really, really tough week. They oh, yeah. lost out on Kane. They lost out on Ronaldo. And if it couldn't get any worse, Guardiola also said in the press conference that he wants to coach a national team in the future and will most likely not extend his City contract. So... A lot of bad news for City fans. Um, first of all, let's talk about Kane. How big of a loss is Kane um, for City? Uh, I think I think City just not being able to get Ronaldo and Kane is, is a major L for them because they really need a striker. Even yeah. though Gabriel, Jesus, Gabriel Jesus is a striker, but he's not really... Yeah, he's not the greatest player in the world. He's, he's more like a technical player rather than like a finisher, you know. So mm-hmm. I think they'll I think they'll still be fine with it like throughout the season, but I think one one of those important matches they're gonna they're really gonna like struggle without a striker. So there's still a few days left of the transfer window, so Maybe they'll do some quick business, but I don't see it happening. But I think Man City still got a really good squad, just without a striker, honestly. And a squad, a real, a perfect squad without a striker doesn't really complete it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a major L for them, but it's still like a decent L, you know. Okay. Um. I don't know. I, I think it's a pretty big loss for them. I think they really need a Kane, to be honest. They're they're really missing right now. Man City's missing, like, a lethal striker who just gets in the box and gets you goals, kind of like Lukaku or Lewandowski or Holland, you know, one of those kind of players. And that's what Kane is. And Kane, he's a great player because, you know, he's right now in the prime of his career. So, you know, he'll come into the team. He'll immediately make an instant impact. Um, and he's going to score lots of goals for them. That's for sure. I mean, he has quite an impressive individual resume, uh, England captain as well. So I think it's a pretty big loss for them. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, then also, you know, their plan B, Ronaldo also um, – not uh, joining them, joining their rivals, United. You know that's that's a that's a big problem. You know, and now uh, City have a bit of a problem now because they have no striker. Um, yes, as you mentioned, they have Gabriel Jesus, but Gabriel Jesus isn't. He's not that that lethal striker that I was talking about earlier. You know, like the Kane, the Lewandowski, though those kind of players. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, because right now City. They have a perfect team built around for a player like Kane because they have guys like Jack Grealish. They have guys like Kevin De Bruyne, Raheem Sterling. Um, so, you know, it's they have a great team to build around a striker like that. But 
yeah, we'll see. Uh, maybe Gabriel Jesus will, will prove us wrong and, you know, he'll score 20 goals a season. But we'll see. I'm, I'm interested, you know, to see what happens. Um, yeah. But, yeah, um, we can talk about Guardiola, but I don't know if there's really much to talk about. Simply that, you know, he's, he's not going to stay um, past 2023. Do you want to talk about that or no? I'm, I'm good. Yeah. All right, there's... you're good. All right. Next topic. So uh, the news that most uh, Real Madrid fans have been dying for, you know, we've been making them wait now. Um, yeah. Kylian Mbappe. Oh. Kylian Mbappe. So uh, if anyone doesn't know, uh, Real Madrid launched a 160 million euro bid to uh, PSG, which was rejected. Um, a few days ago, Real Madrid uh, sent another bid for 170 million euros plus 10 million euros in add-ons. Um, and for the first time ever, this looks like it could actually happen. Like, we know that there have always been just these rumors of, you know, Real are interested and Mbappe wants to go to Real. But this is the first time that it looks like this could happen. So I want to ask you, first of all, some people think that Real Madrid are overpaying a little bit because 180 million euros for a guy who we can get in four months from now. Do you think that's an overpay? I, to be honest, like business wise, I think it is. We're really desperate for Mbappe, which we kind of are. But for a guy that has one year left on his contract, I think it's. I think it's a bit too much, you know, because we can literally get him for free. But at the same time, uh, mm-hmm. Mbappe, like, promised PSG or something like that, that, like, he won't leave for free. So at the same time, it makes that amount of money for a player who has one year left on its contract. I think it's a bit too much. I mean, all right, yeah. So for me, I think it's a little bit of an overpay, to be honest. Um don't get me wrong. I really like Mbappe. He's a quality player, one of the best players in the world. Um, but I mean, again, this is a guy who will be free in, you know, four months from now, a little more than four months from now. So 180 million euros. I mean, that's a lot of money. That's a lot, a lot of money. I mean, for me personally, here's what I would do. I would leave the 160 mil on the table Honestly, I'd probably even offer 150, but you know, even though we already offered 160, I would just I would have left the 160 on the table. I would have just left it there. If they weren't happy with it, then I would tell them, fine, we'll get your man for free. You can make 160 mil or you can make nothing. Um, and then you can spend the other money, the rest of the money on a, a defender you know, a right back or a center back, even if it's just a cheap option, like a loan, you know, to get a loan player um, for one or two years, just for now so that you sort out the center back situation. You know what I mean? Um, So I feel like that's probably what I would have done. I feel like PSG eventually would have gone a little bit desperate and they would have been like, oh, shoot, you know, like we should probably sell them, you know, to at least make a bit of money, Um, a lot of money, actually. Um. Because I feel like, honestly, I don't know. For me, personally, I feel like Mbappe, like, right now, I feel like we need a center back more than we need Mbappe because 
right now our attackers are are doing great. I mean, seven goals in two games. You know, obviously, I know that there's a chance that they'll get injured, which they probably will, and you know that they might go, get a dip in form. But we still have other players, you know, like Vinicius, who's in, been in great form, Rodrigo, who's been in pretty good form. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know. I want him, but not really for 180, and definitely not higher. Like I feel like if they ask for more at that point, just leave the negotiation and get him for free. You know? Yeah, I agree. But yeah, um. But yeah, um, do you think though that like it's worth it to just wait a year to get him for free, or do you think we should just get him now? Like, what do you think? I just want to hear from you. Uh, like, apart from business side, I would want to get him right now. But mm-hmm. just to save like money, I would definitely like wait a year to get him. Because, mm-hmm. like, like so like. Selfish wise, like I would definitely want it right now. Because mm-hmm. I feel like here's the thing: like I feel like even if we get Mbappe now and we pay 180 mil for him, like great, we get him, yes, but we don't become favorites to to win the UCL anyways. Like Chelsea, PSG, um, City, um, who else? Did I mention PSG? Uh, Bayern. Yeah. You know, I'd still say they're all better than Real. Um, so yeah, I feel like true. at that point, it's kind of just worth it to wait because then you save a lot of money. You can bring him in along with Haaland and other players. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I think there. Um, but, yeah, anything else? That's about it. <laughs> all right. I have one question. Where do you think... Like, if Mbappe were to join, let's say, t- tomorrow, where do you think he would play? Like, what position? And alongside who? I, f- uh, so I feel like we might play, like, a two-system, like, two strikers with Benzema and him mm-hmm. and two, two wingers, like Hazard and Bale, just so those four can start together. Mm-hmm. Or he he's probably gonna go left wing since you know mm-hmm. Hazard he's he had a great game like first match day second he was okay and just form wise like he would probably start over Hazard on the left wing and it would be like him Benzema and Bale and even like Vinicius you know he's been like doing really good. But he, Vinicius, I would put him, like, as a really, like, super sub because mm-hmm. he's really good. But, like, Mbappe, like, definitely in the starting lineup. It's and 70 million plus bonuses. Like, how could you not put him in the starting lineup? Yeah. But I would definitely put him and Benzema together just because they work so well together and they work uh well together, like, in the French national team. Yeah. Well, so we saw like a glimpse of it. Yeah, yeah. The good thing with Mbappe is that he, he's very versatile. He can play many different positions. He can play striker. He can play right wing, left wing. He's even played cam, I think, like uh, attacking mid a couple times um, with PSG before. But 
I think a lot of people don't realize like his best position is definitely left wing. I mean, look at, for example, like his best game ever, which was probably against Barca, um, where he scored three goals. That was, I'm pretty sure it was at left wing, if I uh, recall correctly. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, the problem is, is right now, Raul just have too many right wingers. Like, if you think about it, like, we really only have two natural right wingers. Like, that's Gareth Bale and that's Lucas Vasquez. Everyone else is naturally a left winger. Like, Rodrigo, Vinicius, Hazard, Mbappe. All those guys are natural left wingers. So, I don't know. Uh, even Asensio as well. I mean, Asensio is a natural left winger as well. I've heard, you know, Asensio want. Uh, I've heard uh, Ancelotti wants to convert him to a midfielder, but I'm not really sure anymore. I feel like Asensio, but it is a bit of a lost cause at this point, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we'll. Uh, I'm really interested to see how that works. I mean, I think, um, yeah, he could definitely play with Bale and Benzema up top. Maybe plays right wing with Hazard and. Uh, Benzema, but here's one thing. We're definitely going to see a lot of experimenting. I think Ancelotti will try a lot of different things. I think I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like maybe um, like him and Benzema just up top as uh, as strikers, you know. Um, I would be interesting to see that. Um, but yeah, that that's the nice thing with Mbappe. He's just very versatile. So yeah. Um, now, Let's go back to the Prem for a sec, because Harry Kane, um, we talked about him a little bit earlier, but he announced on uh, social media that he would be staying at Tottenham for the time being. Now, he didn't say for the season. He just said for the summer, just saying. But, you yeah, know, do you think uh, that's a that's a good decision by Kane or what? Oh, definitely. I think, I think the amount of talent and, like, hard work Kane puts in like day in and day out and all the records he's put at Tottenham just like shows that he needs to be winning trophies and he, he needs to be like at a better club. Like Spurs are definitely like top six, definitely like one of the biggest teams, but like they always fail every season, especially like the last couple of seasons they've been doing poorly. And even if they manage to do better this season, and I'm talking like fifth place or something like that, mm-hmm. that's still like poor for for Kane's like standards. You know, he needs to be at a better club. He needs to be winning trophies. Like he's mm-hmm. he's already like one of the best strikers in the world, if not the best. Like those Kane and all those names. So I think I think if he goes to, like, a bigger club, he'll definitely be, like, in that debate, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, he'll, he'll make his move, move in the winter, in the winter transfer window. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I... Look, I understand that Kane, you know, he wants to... You know, he doesn't want to disrespect the Tottenham fans and Tottenham. I understand that, and I think that's that's the right move. But um, I don't know. If I were him, I would just – I would I would try to leave. I would try to leave because, you know, Kane, like, he's been at the club for so long. He's given everything possible. And, again, kind of like with the Ronaldo situation at Juventus, 
he hasn't been given help. You know, like one man can't do it all. You know, they've come close to winning trophies like the UCL in 2019, uh, like the Premier League in 2016. Um, but, you know, you, you need help. And I feel like Kane right now, he's 28. He still doesn't have any major trophies to his name. And I feel like he just, he has to leave at that point, you know? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I mean, him leaving in the summer, I, I kind of see it being unlikely because we rarely see, um, we rarely see, you know, big transfers in the winter. Um, but I mean, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. I, I, I have no clue what to say, honestly, about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I want to talk about the UCL draws. I don't know if you, uh, watch them the UCL draws and the UCL awards and all that um but let's talk about the awards first um what do you think of the awards in general were they were they good just don't tell me just do you think it was good in general uh yeah it was good yeah you agree with most of them with most of them that's good that's good I, all yeah. right all right, goalkeeper. Let's start with goalkeeper. Edward Mendy winning uh, Champions League goalkeeper this season. What do you think? Deserved? Oh, definitely deserved. He had a he had a really good season with Chelsea. He did really good and keeper. And there's like nothing much else to say, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I agree with you. I think it's it's deserved. Um, I don't really have any arguments about that one. Can't be mad about it. Um, Ruben Diaz wins a Champions League defender of the season. Deserved. Yeah, deserved. Yeah. Ruben Diaz has a, had a banger of a season. And I know, like, some critics are, like, criticize him and be like, oh, he's not even top five. But he's actually, like, a class center back if you watch him play. He's had, like... His first season at, in Manchester City in the biggest league from, like, uh, the Portuguese league, he had a really good season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously, I think he had a great season overall. Uh, I think he deserves it. You know, apart from, you know, uh, a poor finals performance in the UCL, and he had a pretty subpar Euros performance, I would say that overall it is pretty deserved. Um, I don't think there's anyone else that deserves it more than him. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't have too much to say about that one either. So overall, I agree with it. Now this one is where a little bit of controversy con- controversy, pardon me, was stirred because Ingola Kante was named Champions League midfielder this season. But what's weird is that Jorginho, who also plays midfield, also won the UCL. Won the Euros, plays in the same position, won the uh, player of the season, but didn't win yeah. midfielder of the season. That's a little weird, huh? <laughs> Do you think yeah, uh, Conte no. deserves it? Honestly, like, Conte had an outstanding Champions League, but I think there was a couple of other midfielders who did, who had better seasons. Like, I think it should have been. Jorginho, like Jorginho. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it should have been Jorginho. 
that one the best mid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I agree. I mean, I don't really understand why, uh, why, like, Conte won the midfielder of the war of the season, but not player of the season, and why Jorginho, you know, vice versa. I I don't really understand how that works. Um, but I mean, yeah, this this is the only one that I like strongly disagree with. Um. Just because, like, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. That's all, you know. Yeah. That's all. Um, I won't hate on it, but yeah, I don't think this one's that deserved. And um, yeah, that's that's really all I have to say. Um, Erling Holland wins uh, Champions League forward of the season. Deserved. Oh, definitely, without a doubt. Yeah. Holland had a banger season. He finished top goal scorer as well. And he even got some assists to his name, and he actually carried Dor- Dortmund, and he was he was a machine this Champions League, so I think he deserved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I agree. I agree. You know, finish top score, considering you know how Dortmund didn't go that far, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, he, I mean, imagine how many goals he would have gotten if they went to the finals. That's crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think it's definitely deserved, you know. I'm always gonna be a little biased, but uh, you know, I think my man Lewandowski also deserves a shout. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that's true. Yeah. Um we'll uh, wrap it up in a sec. There's a few more. Uh Thomas Tuchel wins Champions League coach of the season. Is that deserved? Just deserved nothing more else. Sorry, pardon? Deserve, that's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Don't even have to explain it. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. He definitely deserves it, for sure. For me, like, he definitely deserves it. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, he came into the Chelsea side, he transformed them. And, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't think anyone expected him to do what he did. At, yeah. When he first took over. So, I mean, really impressive for sure. Um, definitely deserved. And uh, last but not least, for sure, is Jorginho winning UEFA Men's Player of the Year. Oh, that one was kind of controversial. But at the same time, like, I would probably give it to him. Mm-hmm. He, like, he had a really good season, you know. Like, you literally want everything, well, most things with Chelsea. And he was, like, part of that team that, like, that, like, one of the players that carried Chelsea. So mm-hmm. I would I'll probably, like, give it to him. But at the same time, like, Neymar, Haaland, uh, mm-hmm. like, a couple of other players like Ruben Diaz and other players like that could have gotten it more but just because like Chelsea won the Champions League and they dominated that's probably why like like they gave it to Jorginho and it was like a convincing like for him so like it kind of makes sense I guess but uh, yeah that's pretty much it mm-hmm. yeah Um, I mean I think I said last time that um, I think he deserves it I mean I agree with you, but there were only three nominees. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
I mean, overall, I think he deserves it. You know, it's it's not the most glamorous winner in the world, that's for sure. But uh, it is what it is. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I won't complain about this one too much. Um, I'm pretty neutral about it, I guess. That's uh, all I really have to say about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, one last thing. All right, now, since obviously we're Real fans, the UCL draw happened. Uh, what do you think of their group? They obviously got Inter, Shakhtar, and uh, I don't even remember the other team, like Sharife or something like that. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, a team called like Sher- Sharif. Sher- yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, um, I was I was kind of shocked, to be honest, because the other, like a team that didn't make the Champions League this season was Borussia Mönchengladbach. Mm-hmm. And... Really, the same group as last year's, yeah. except instead of a instead of a team that didn't make it, they replaced it with a team that is newly promoted to the Champions League, and the yeah. other two, and it just seems so weird to me, you know. Like, yeah. surely that's not a coincidence. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I was a little let down that, like, we kind of have the exact same group as last year, apart from, obviously, the other team. Um, I'm not even going to pronounce it because I don't even know how. But, uh, I mean, I was, I was a little disappointed. I kind of wanted to go against other teams, but it is what it is. I mean, I think we have a pretty easy group overall. I think we should be able to top it, no problem. Um, and, yeah, that's all. Yeah. All right, well, at the same any- time, like, even like other teams, even like the other groups, like you can like Liverpool and uh, who was it? Uh, Isn't Liverpool's group again? Uh, I I'm I don't know. Up, I'm just searching up the draw. So, so. Alright, sure. <laughs> uh, okay, like Villarreal and Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen these teams play yeah before and like Atletico and Liverpool like we've seen that we have yep yeah I mean I don't know it's I one thing I'm really interested though is PSG versus Man City I'm really excited for that one that's gonna be that's gonna be a battle yeah so I saw um I saw something on Twitter. Um, instead of El Clasico, now everyone will be watching Oil Clasico. <laughs> Shameless, so man. It's facts. I mean, not wrong to be fair, but no, nah, it's gonna be a crazy battle. Like, even though I know I didn't want Ronaldo to go there, but imagine if Ronaldo went there. You had Ronaldo versus Messi. Oh man, oh, <laughs> that would have been once, crazy. But two times. I know. Yeah, no, that would have been crazy. Yeah. I hope they meet soon. <laughs> same, same. Because we've been seeing Man, Man United and PSG before. Might see it again this season. And we have, yeah, that's true. All right, man. Well, anything else? Well, that's all for me, to be honest. All right, sounds good. So, uh, yeah, guys, next week we probably won't be able to do any um podcast because um i'll be out and dollar will be out of town um so yeah that's that's unfortunate but uh yeah i mean i hope you guys enjoyed and uh thank you guys all so much for listening
Peace yeah, out. For, for our next episode, just stay tuned. Another banger with, with probably more special guests coming in. So stay yep. tuned for that. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Big things ahead. See you guys. Yeah. Bye, guys.